I'll do a couple. Bam, 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 bam. It doesn't matter because it moves. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense, but it moves a little bit I know. throughout the podcast. I know. I don't get it either. It's a fucking mystery. There must be some weird, like with the phone, like there's some weird transmission gaps or something that happen. I think we've done like 60 of these episodes, and I think maybe 45 of them, we start off by talking about how we don't understand the latency. But really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Yeah, because we don't. Because guess what we're not going to do? <laughs> Study up. up on I'm fucking... I'm not going to look it up. Nobody's going to look that shit up. Dude, there's so much shit in my life. There's so many things that I use where I just learn enough to use it, and then I don't learn the rest. Because guess what I don't have time for? That. Well, all these, all of these things are tools for whatever purpose. And as soon as I know enough to start using it as the tool it's intended for, I'm done learning about it. I don't read the yeah. fucking manual. I don't read the small print. I don't need to know how it was made. As soon as I can start doing the thing that it's supposed to do, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm doing the stuff. Yeah, dude, I've got a looper. I don't know what ninety percent of the things on that looper are for. Yeah. All I know is where the start and stop button is and the record button. If you if somebody was tasked and I've had this thing for like eight years. You seem pretty good at it to me, but yeah, because you, 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 well, here's the here's what you learn how to do: start it and stop it, start start a recording, and overdub that. And yeah. once you build the thing that you need to build that uses utility for your set, that's all you need to do. Yeah. So all the fucking reverse functions and the half speeds and the store it here and blah blah blah. Yeah, it would be a waste of your time to investigate at that level. Dude, there's so much information in the world that you could learn, and you could spend your whole life learning it, and guess what? Your life is gone, and you can flush yourself down the toilet. Because guess what you just did? Wasted your life learning bullshit. <laughs> By the way, welcome to the University of Bob Schneider. <laughs> you got an A? And you're, you just graduated. You got an A and go fuck yourself. <laughs> you got an A. Now get out and get it done, motherfucker. I worry about that a little bit because I spend a lot of time reading nonfiction books about movies and, and authors and musicians that I like. I'm reading like six books about Bob Dylan right now. And there is a part, and, and I will say that similar to you, I do have a high output, creative output. But I do worry that I spend too much time learning about creative people and not enough time making things. That is a, a, a real anxiety I have when I'm like, and, and when I'm reading, I'm reading this one book about Bob Dylan and it's bringing me so much joy and I'm learning so much and having such a good time. But there is a part of me that's not enjoying it because I'm worried that I'm wasting time. Well, there is a weird thing. Like I, I'm, I've been learning how to paint. And so lately what I've been doing is I'm watching videos on YouTube of people painting, but I'm not painting along with them. I'm just like watching. And the whole time I'm like, Look, motherfucker, you either need to start painting along to this video or turn the video off and start painting. But what's what's not going to happen is no painting is going to get done you watching this right now. And that's part of the weird part of me, which is like, if I'm not making or creating, then I'm not worthy of even breathing air. Hmm. That's why I do what I do. That's why I do it. Dude, I came up with this character. Let's hear it. Talking about my... Uh, it's real similar to your Gaffney plumbing guy. Okay. It's probably the same guy. But uh, I was talking about getting the screeners from my uh, 
ex-wife's husband, who's... Um, He's not in the Academy, I don't... He's gotta be. No, I think he's in the Screenwriters Or Guild. he's in SAG, I bet. Yeah, he's in... He's whatever he's in. Is this... Who votes in the Screenwriters Guild? SAG? I think you get screeners even if you don't have the ability to vote. I think you get, you have the ability to get screeners if you're just in SAG. And SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, is just if you're in movies, you're you're part of SAG. Anyways, I was talking about getting all the screeners from my... But I was talking like that. Yeah, I was getting a screener from my... Uh, well, my 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 ex wife husband is in a screenwriter grill. Skrill, he's in a screenwriter grill, and uh, so that was that's the whole joke. Screenwriter grill. Who were you saying it to? I was talking on my song club podcast. I did that for like thirty minutes. By the way, if anybody gets through my latest song club podcast then they need to be flagged by the government because I guarantee you, dude, <laughs> impossible to get through. It's like an hour and 20 minutes of me just being as boring as I can be for an hour and 20 minutes. I, when I, I've listened to maybe 10 of those. I like them. I'm just so busy and I'm listening to all this other shit. I think that those are actually pretty great episodes. You're, you get worried that you're boring, um, but I can see you're talking about this now. I can see you starting that character and then just spiraling into fucking oblivion, dude. I said screenwriter grill so many times, I can't even tell. Yeah, I bet it's pretty funny though. Maybe who knows? It, I had one email from a guy about like, are you religious? And I like thirty minutes of me talking about religion. It's it's gonna oof. be a rough one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I looked I looked at my timeline on my computer and I was like, oh shit, that was thirty minutes. I should edit that. It it always surprises me because I, <clears throat> you know, I have a, I have a, a a wider audience too with this Metallica podcast that I do, and we we interact with our listeners all the time and etc. And uh, everyone over there knows my thoughts about religion. I'm not religious and. I'm an atheist, and I, I, you know, I don't have a lot of nice things to say about it. Although I do fully believe anyone should believe whatever they want, as long as they leave me out of it. But it always surprises me how many people are religious. I just don't really encounter religious people as much anymore. So it always shocks me when people are like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I do, I do believe in that." It's like, wow, hmm. It's really best left untalked about in these types of formats. I think anything that goes against your beliefs. I mean, that's like your core belief system is your spiritual outlook on life, like a core part of what you believe. And if somebody's going against that, eventually you're just going to be like, bye bye. I think it has to do with who you're talking to, the level of respect that goes both ways in that conversation, the tone of that conversation and the, the level of persuasion, you know, I mean, I was pretty, I was pretty dead set in my belief that Jesus was the son of God and that, you know, I was going to live with him forever in heaven and that prayer was meaningful and God did miracles. And it wasn't like one conversation ended all that for me, but it was, it was my openness. It was certain people I respected giving me a really clear line of communication and information about the subject. It was reading books and it was a really slow, uh, descent away from that, but I did it. I changed my mind. But I do think that happens less and less, especially the older I get. My friends are all of a similar age. And, you know, I changed my mind about that shit when I was like 25. I think you're more willing to do that in your 20s, I guess, than as you, you talked about it being core values that shape your whole worldview. That becomes more cemented and more important the older you get. Yeah, but again, I I don't know. I was going to say I try to be open to changing my mind on things but i don't think that's true 
I, I kind of have everything figured out. And uh, every once in a while, somebody will say something that rings true, that, that goes against what I believed. And I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. And it's almost like a seed that has to be planted. And then over time, I'm like, oh, there's a mushroom there uh, that's... Don't eat that. Oh, there's a mushroom growing on a cow turd there. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like little seeds from conversations with people you respect. Some religious fundamentalist, some God hates fags person, the whatever the Westboro Baptist Church, are really unlikely to plant any any seeds in my mind that are going to be meaningful. But you and I may have a conversation about how whatever the future doesn't exist. I actually you'll you'll be gratified to hear this. I was listening to a Bob Dylan interview from the late seventies yesterday, and he was talking about how the past, present, and future are all the same. And I was like, oh, God damn it! Yeah, Zimmerman in the house. So, you know, it's little things like that where, like, I've heard, me and you have talked about that for years, and on it's documented also on this podcast. And then hearing Dylan throw that in there, too, I was, like, at the gym, and I was like, I really did go, I paused it, and I was like, hmm, all right. You know, like, it just opens your mind a little more. And uh, that's how it works, man. And I still believe in that. Like, I'm still willing to have these kinds of philosophical and spiritual conversations with people I care about where it's it's the, the the plant the the chance for the the seed to plant and grow has to be possible, and there are some relationships I have where that's that's just not possible. Well, I've always wanted to like. I mean, back in the day, I always used to be like, "Man, Bono seems so smart to me," mm, yeah. but he's like super religious. I would love to have a talk with him about religion and get his views on it because he's so smart, dude. I just watched the two popes. Have you seen that? No, it doesn't look good. Is it good? No, it does not look good at all. Is it good, though? Uh, it's pretty good. I like both those actors. It was a little different than I thought it was going to be. I didn't really know what it was going to be about. It's probably made up. It's probably a fictitious version of the relationship between the current pope and the last pope. Beyond, behind Vatican walls, the conservative Pope Benedict and the liberal future Pope Francis must find common ground to forge a new path for the Catholic Church. Wow. Yeah, and that sounds horrible. And the thing I know about Anthony Hopkins is he's kind of a religious guy. I don't know if he's religious, but he's I think he's sober, so he's got some spiritual belief system that I think involves Christianity. Um, but he plays this guy who was basically kind of the guy who did most of the covering up when it came to all of that pedophilia in the Catholic Church. Like he was the the Ratzinger guy. Yeah, right. Ratzinger. He became Pope Benedict. But he oh, was kind of so he the, plays that guy? Yeah. So he well, he was the Pope. That guy was the Pope, Ratzinger. Whoa. But before he was the Pope though, he was the guy in charge of those pedophiles, right? And he he, he was the guy that was in charge of policing the church. Wow. And so like when they would find these pedof they would find these pedophiles and they would put them in different they parishes. They would put them in these well they would they would they had first of all they had this sort of like place that they would send these priests and bishops and cardinals to get like re rehabilitated or something rehabilitated or whatever which of course doesn't work you can't rehabilitate somebody they are what they are and then they would stay there for a bit and then they would release them back out into the world so i have such a hard time with all of that but yeah me too what you end up realizing is that this guy i th- I think, I mean, I have to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I think this it's a lot it's the way with a lot of people that maybe don't have kids. I think people that don't have kids maybe or aren't or maybe closed off from the rest of the world, which I think these guys are in a way. I think they have a hard time maybe either believing or understanding any of that. And they're like, 
well, I thought they could be changed. I thought the church, I thought God could save them or that God could change them or whatever. Like, I think there are people, people that believe that. So, I mean, it, you know, uh, we don't have to go down that, that this path, uh, but you know, where was God when all these fucking kids were being molested and abused systematically for decades? I don't think you have to have kids to be empathetic about this issue. And the fact that they were, the fact that they were, what they were doing is the Catholic Church don't give a fuck about that. What they care about is their brand and their publicity and their money. And so what they were doing is re- rehabilitation, which I'm saying now with air quotes, so they could tell people, well, we had them rehabilitated. And then instead of putting these fucks in jail where they belong or killing them, which is really what they deserve, they put them in other parishes where, and didn't tell anybody, by the way, oh, your new, your new local parish uh, cardinal or whomever the fuck, whatever they call these people, um, just came from Salt Lake City because he was molesting kids there. So then you're sending your kids to church, which is a place that good people in the world who are religious believe that is the best place and safest place for their children. And these people are completely taking advantage of that. Many of these people get into the ministry so that they can have proximity to children who, uh, who are either dis- come from disfranchised, disenfranchised families or whose family thinks that it's a safe place for their kids to be. And they're destroying thousands and thousands of lives and then being protected for it. Well, I, I agree with you completely. I think it's a criminal organization. It should be shut down. And uh, if you want to... And the Vatican, the, all that should, everything should be confiscated and 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 redistributed, uh, all that wealth, and shut it down. I agree. I'm completely, one hundred percent. And my mom's like, my mom's Catholic. She's like really into it. And I'm like, hey, that's a criminal organization that you're uh, involved in. I I understand. It. And and watching the two popes, I I believed it too. But it did kind of soften me a little bit in terms of like, I don't. Again, I don't think. I don't think most of these guys are bad guys. And even that guy, Ratzinger, who knew about these pedophiles, who knew what they were doing, it's one of these things where I think he was just like, look, the church is going to do more good than these people are doing bad, and that needs to be protected, and let's do what we can. I just, I don't know, man. I just I just have a hard time being angry at people for being stupid or oblivious. Uh, again, I think they should suffer the consequences of their actions. It's just hard for me to hate somebody for being stupid. So I was in, uh, I had some gigs this weekend uh, up in Michigan, and I was in my hotel room. We were playing a casino, which means our hotel rooms was kind of the venue and the hotels are in the same spot. So I'm up in my room before the gig. It's like afternoon. And it sounds like a hundred people in the hallway having a good time, screaming, yelling, drinking, but they're in the hallway. I let it ride for about 15 minutes, and it just didn't stop. I thought maybe they're just passing through. We're trying to get a plan together, but it seemed like they were just partying in the hallway. So I called the front desk to complain, like an old man, and I'm like, hey, my name's Clint Wells. I'm in room, blah, blah, blah. Uh, What can we do for you, Mr. Wells? And I was like, yeah, listen, probably about 100 rednecks outside my room right now, screaming and laughing, and uh, she's like, Okay, yeah, we've gotten a few other calls. Is there what would you like us to do? And I'm just joking, but I'm still being completely straight and dead, dead humor. I was like, I was just hoping maybe you could send somebody up here and maybe have them all killed um, <laughs> or severely beaten, preferably publicly. Is that possible? Can you because I had gotten her name? I was like, Can you do that for me, Sarah? No humor, no laughing. Um, sir, I don't believe we could do any of that. I believe we could just send security. <laughs> 
to ask them to keep it down. And I, I'm, I'm like, I can't believe she's taking it so straight. I'm like, well, Sarah, is there any way I can maybe talk to one of your supervisors about having them killed? Because I'm being, I'm being pretty serious. I'd like to really inquire into having these people murdered and killed. Is that something we can do today? Sir, I, I don't think so. I think we need, well, we can, all we can do is have security ask them to go back into their rooms. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, the reason I thought of that story, though, is I was very angry at them for being stupid. And I think I'm still struggling with the stupidity of the world and letting it roll off my back a little easier. Because people can't really help who they are. But I still hold them responsible. They are responsible. Because they are responsible. 100%. 100% responsible. 100% should pay for their actions. And also, John Paul was, or Pope Paul or whatever, the guy that everybody loves. John Paul II, yeah. That guy was in charge when that shit was going on. He knew about it, too, and didn't do anything about it. So, fuck those guys. Hmm. But again, it's kind of like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's dead. He's not raping anybody now. How much time do I want to spend being angry at Michael Jackson? None. I don't want to spend any time being angry at him. Now, when he was alive... I like, and I'd hear a Michael Jackson song. I'd be like, oh, "Fuck that guy!" Like it just it bothered me. Um, but then when he died, I was kind of relieved. I was like, "Okay, now I can enjoy his music again because I know for a fact that he's not raping anybody." And then, of course, once I saw Leaving Neverland, I was like, "Well, I can't ever enjoy his music." Now yeah, because he was definitely raping kids. It's it's over for me. I actually even put the records away, and I uh, to a much lesser extent. Uh, and we uh, we don't have to get on this. I'm just in the sake of being honest with you because we're talking. We're buddies. Uh, I took all my Ryan Adams stuff out because it was just pissing me off when I'd see it. And it's just I'm not telling anyone what to do with anything, but like I just really did turn the corner. I just like uh, I don't need this shit in my life. I don't I don't like him. I don't like what he does to people. And with MJ, it's like ah fuck it, fuck it. He's out. It's done. It's over. It's it's sad. It's like if if a Bill Cosby special's on, I'm just not like. I'm like, oh, cool, I'll watch this now. He was funny. I didn't know, you know? It's just over. It's done. I don't know, man. Being, if I, if it turned out that Tom Waits was just trying to fuck everybody that he came across their path, I'm still listening to Tom Waits. Right. Like, just because Ryan Adams was trying to get laid and used his position of power to try to get laid, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get mad at him for that i mean that's what men do now that's not all he did though you you, you always you always forget about this kid he was texting <sighs> that kid thing they threw in there was just part of the they did a hit job on this dude he was texting some chick who was young but he didn't she never admit she never said look i'm 16 if she would have ever said hey i'm 16 he would have been like bye bye she was like no i'm not 16 and he was like, "Man, but you seem pretty young." He said, "If people found out, if he said if people found out what we were doing, he said if your mom finds out, they're gonna say I'm like R. Kelly, lol." Right, but but he's saying that to somebody he thinks is 18. 18's too young for Ryan Adams. 18's yeah, your mom's gonna get pissed off if she finds out you're texting a forty-something-year-old dude and you're 18. Is that gross? Yeah. Is it fucked up? Yeah. But it's legal. It's not illegal he wasn't breaking the law as far as he knew and trust me if he was into girls there'd be a thousand girls with texts there'd be it'd be like r kelly all day long with him because he was an addict what i don't get is how many people have been just totally cool with r kelly this whole time i feel like it's finally starting to get uncool this r kelly shit because largely because of that documentary but 
everyone's known this shit about him for a long time. People can really have a lot of cognitive dissonance about this kind of thing. Chris Brown, same deal. After that Freaky Friday video came out, I was like, yeah, Chris Brown's cool. He's fine. <laughs> He's cool. And you forget that he beat up Rihanna. Well, there are just really, there are really people in the world who are willing to say, and again, this isn't a value judgment on people. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just leave me out of it. That's kind of my, that's my religion. But just as a matter of just uh, observation, there are people who are literally willing to say, I don't care what they do. I like their music. I don't give a fuck that he beat that chick up. Maybe she deserved it. Maybe she didn't. Maybe I beat my chick up behind private walls too. Maybe I don't. Maybe my maybe I am a chick that gets beat. I don't know what people think, but here's what they definitely they conclude: I don't give a shit. I, I his music's good enough for me. It's better than I like the music too much to give it up. It's like the the Catholic Church and the pedophiles. It's like this is doing more good than harm in right. in their eyes. In their eyes, they're like the church is doing more good than harm, so we have to cover this up. And that's what people do in their brains. They're like. With, with, uh, I mean, I, again, I don't give a fuck about Ryan Adams. Uh, you know, he's, he's got some songs that are, that are pretty good. And, uh, I think he's talented, but I don't care. I mean, he's, he wasn't like, I wasn't listening to a lot of Ryan Adams and now I'm like, Oh, should I listen to it or not? I, I, I never have. And, and I'm never gonna. So it, it doesn't matter to me. Would I be upset if I found, if everything that they said about Ryan Adams, they said about Tom Waits, would that affect me? Yes. Would it make me stop listening to Tom Waits? I don't know. If it turns out that Tom Waits was raping people, I would never listen to Tom Waits yeah, again. If right. if I if it turned out that he got in a fight with his wife and beat her up one night, I'd be like, well, that's that's definitely something to think about. Um, but again, with as with everything, sometimes there's extenuating circumstances. I've gotten in fights with my wife where she's been beating the fuck out of me. Now, I'm not a violent person. I'm not going to hit back or anything. And when I say beating the fuck out of me, it's just, I've never, like, that, it makes it sound like my wife's beating me up. That's never happened. But she she gets really excited, and she might, like, come at me, and I'll get scared, and I'm sensitive. So that, uh, I'm making it sound more, I'm just saying there might be extenuating circumstances. Now, if there's extenuating circumstances, like, if, if it's something that happens over and over again, we got to look at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, uh, I, I, the thing about our culture is like people make mistakes. People do stupid shit. Everybody does stupid shit. Everybody makes mistakes. Um, artists aren't good at being people. Now, where do you draw the line? Uh, do you draw the line at, at having sex with 13, 14 year old girls if you're a full grown man or any age man? I do, but maybe some people don't. Maybe for some people that's okay. It's not for me. Uh, is rape okay? Now, if rape's okay, you need to go fuck yourself. You need to go check yourself. If you think raping somebody is cool, then you need to go fuck yourself. Uh, obviously, beating people up is not cool. Um, but if you get into an altercation with somebody and they get some bruises and you got some bruises... I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, if you're Ryan Adams and you're trying to hook up with the openers, uh, I'm fine with it. I think that's just, I mean, I, I would never do it. But it's not going to make me stop listening to his music because he's trying to get laid. 
Yeah, I don't think the outrage with him is really much about him being like a, a kind of a, a shitty boyfriend. I don't think that's really the problem. It's really more about this weird habit, this weird gaslighting uh, manipulation. That's different than like, I'm trying to use my fame to have sex. It, it, it tends to take a more insidious uh, proaction to gaslight, to manipulate, to promise, to withhold, to, uh, you know what I'm saying? That seems That seems different. Dude, those tweets that he's been, like, all that Twitter stuff that he did after his publicist left, that stuff makes me hate him way more than him trying to get Oh, laid. man, his weird poetry and his, like, weird 365 oh, days of gratitude. and Fuck that. Fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, that makes me say no, no. That's, right. what, I mean, if he would have just been like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I did. This is why it was wrong, like, the way Louis did it. Yeah. I'd be like, I would actually be like, hey, maybe I'll give her music a shot. I wonder, when's when's Louis C.K.'s tour? I wonder what that's going to be like. It's going to be great. People are going to go, and then there's going to be some people that are like outraged. Fuck those people. I wonder if he's going to get heckled. You know, Cosby toured after his allegations. Isn't that insane? Well, you know, for years and years, there were allegations. About Cosby? Yeah. It was only Hannibal Buress that yeah, like right. started using it in his act, and it brought it to life, but people had been whispering about it for years. So it looks like his tour is theaters, so he's probably, you know, I mean, <laughs> before he had to go away for a minute, he was selling out arenas. So it's looking like they're playing it pretty safe with theaters, so 2,000 tickets. So check this out. Here are the tour dates. This is interesting. Two dates at the Goodyear Theater in Akron, Ohio. One date in a theater in fucking Mobile, Alabama. Then he's doing two dates in New Orleans, same club. Then he's doing four dates at the Improv in Houston, which is a small club. So he's got to be filming a special. <laughs> I just texted my sister. I'm like, don't fucking call me. <laughs> <laughs> responses to immediately call. Hey, what was that? Why don't you want me to call you? <sighs> well, the good news is we're out of time, so you, you can go give her a call back. <laughs> it's she keeps calling me, and I'm like, don't. I just text her, don't call me. And now she just called me three times since I <laughs> said, don't call me. It might be a family emergency, dude. It's not. She wants me to put somebody on the guest list for tomorrow night. <laughs> And then she texted me. She goes, can you put 13 people on the guest list? I'm like, 13? And all these people, these people that she wants me to put on the guest list have their own plane. I'm like, if you own your own plane, bitch, pay for a goddamn ticket. Oh, my God, dude. She's like, oh, but they're friends of mine. I'm like, well, then how about this? How about you start a fucking band, play in it for 20 years, and then play the Paramount, and then put those motherfuckers on the guest list? bitch <laughs> people oh man it's so funny by the way I, I would never talk to my sister like that and i hope she never hears this on this podcast my parents are always like anyone in my family i'm like look of course you're coming to the show you will never pay for a ticket but my parents because they're proud of me they always bring like a million of their friends that i don't know so it'll be right. like it'll be the same deal i'm like well how many tickets do you guys need and it'll be something insane like 13 i'm like mom yeah 
And then I have to go hold court with these people, and they're looking at me like I'm a fucking monkey in a zoo, and I don't know them or care about them. Yeah. They brought a pre-show, like, hang, like a drink, getting a couple drinks with my parents. They brought, like, all their fucking friends with them once, and I was talking about how I was snoring a little bit, I had gained some weight or whatever, and this fucking chick who I don't know is like, you probably have sleep apnea. Uh, sleep apnea is when you're a little overweight and you snore because you, you can't breathe. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Is that the way she talked? She talked a little bit like this. It's probably sleep apnea. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, bitch. Here's what that chick sounds like to me. Hot. It's pro- You know what it is? Uh, nice to meet you. Um, thanks for the 26 tickets, by the way. My cousin Jeffrey and his fucking shitty family, they're all going to love the show tonight. Never heard of you, by the way. Uh, it's probably... Hey, what brand of cigarettes do, what brand of cigarettes do you smoke? Uh, I well, I've spent my most of my life smoking cools, but not that with the Jimmy Slims. Anyway, what, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you and your sleep apnea. <laughs> you know what sleep apnea is? It's when you pro- when you're overweight and you, when you lay on your back and you can't breathe. You should have your wife count. You should have your wife count how many seconds between you and your breathing. <laughs> Wow, this is really fun for me. Thanks for coming to the show. Oh my god, I like that character. What's that oh person's boy. name? Uh, De- Deborah. Hi, it's me, Deborah. I'm a friend of your parents. Listen, I noticed that you seem a little winded just from walking from the parking lot to this bar, and that's that's probably on account of the 25 to 30 pounds you've, you're carrying on your frame. Your frame doesn't seem to be quite as big as the weight that you're putting on it. I sell insurance. <laughs> I like that character. Deborah, I wish it. I wish it was just a character. This is this lady's real. Wow, insufferable. She married or divorced? She's on her second marriage. <laughs> her kids. She'll tell you all about what her fucking kids are studying in college. Uh, My kids go to the uh, institute of the Devry. Uh, one of them's. Uh, By the way, I haven't asked any questions. Yeah, my, my kids go here and there. The uh, one of them's living in New York, and the uh, one of them's going to to uh, NYU, and uh, she's a writer. And uh, okay. Dude, when people start talking about their kids, when here's Bruce in my band. He's a grandfather. He's been a grandfather now for a year and a half. But you can't call him grandfather. You can't mention that he's a grandfather. But Bruce, every time I see him, pulls out his phone and shows me a picture of his granddaughter. Now, guess what guess what I want to see a picture of? Your kid. Scarlet. I want to see a picture of some big old titties, hopefully <laughs> with somebody holding a popsicle in front of them where the popsicle has gotten a little, it's been out of the freezer for a moment. So now some of the, some of the drippings of the popsicle have dripped down onto the top of the titties and then it's dripping in between the titties and maybe down the stomach or maybe it's a picture of somebody wearing a shirt where the bottom of the titties are hanging out from underneath the bottom of the shirt and where the nipple starts is right where the t-shirt starts now maybe it's a picture of somebody having a milk bar but behind the milk bar are some big old titties and again there's been some problems there's, there's been some problems keeping the milk What's bar. What's the fucking milk bar? From melting. So that's what I want to see a picture of. Guess what I don't want to see a picture of? <laughs> Your children. Anybody's children. I don't care who the fuck they are. Now, what do I do when somebody shows me a picture of their child? Oh, what a cute child. 
But at the same time, I'm angry. And all I'm, I'm only just doing that so that we can move on into the future. Uh, here's what I don't want Bruce or any of my friends showing me either. All of the pornographic images you just... I'll, I'll look those up privately. Um, <laughs> the days of sharing that, <laughs> that information with my grown father friends, is are, those days are behind me, thankfully. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're right. I... Yeah, if I don't you, want. If you yeah, like, I don't hey, want, Look at this, and it, <laughs> it was any of that. I don't want anybody showing me anything at all. Yeah, right. Don't show me anything. <laughs> the top three worst sentences. <laughs> don't show me anything. Don't tell me don't anything. Tell- <laughs> Leave me alone and get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah, top top bye three. Bye. We've talked about this. Top three worst sentence, first sentences ever. Number one, I have this podcast. Number one. <laughs> That's number one. Dude, I'm filled. Like, if somebody says, I have a podcast, all I can think of is, like, I hate you. Yeah, right. And then we have a podcast. So I know, but I don't tell anybody that I have a podcast. I don't either. I don't either. Even when, dude, someone can come up to me and pretend that they are the biggest Metallica fan in the world. And and I know that I probably know more than them because I've dedicated three years of my fucking life to a weekly Metallica podcast. I won't even tell them I have a Metallica podcast. Yeah. So that's number one. I have, I have dreams too, but I'm not going to say, oh, you know what I dreamed about last night? Right. Well, number two, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Number two is I had the craziest dream last oh night. Oh my God. Ooh. <laughs> oh Pretty my rough. God. Because guess no one needs to hear about that fucking dream. No. Now, if it's my wife, I will listen to it just because I just, I want to do anything where I can prove to her that I care. <laughs> I really am trying to find things to prove to her that I care. And, and I can't think of anything more caring than me listening to her dumbass boring dream. Uh, what's the third thing i wrote this poem oh god God. you wrote this poem here we go but here's the deal i pay the same courtesy to people man Uh, you know Sometimes I have some pretty wild dreams that I feel like I'm going to fucking die if I don't I have the spiritually really need to explain them to somebody. But then I realize that that's what everyone feels like. And it's my dream is boring and shitty, too. Dude, that's how people feel about their poetry. Like, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I wrote this great poem this week. But guess what I'm not going to do? <laughs> Tell you, hey, man, I wrote this great poem. You should check it out. <laughs> and then I got to listen to you read it. Oh, God. Okay. Well, th- we've let this episode go long, but I think it's because we've, we're having such good humorous times here at the very end. Yeah. All right, man. Well, All right. Uh, check out uh, Clint's podcast, Mental Up Your Podcast, a uh, wonderful podcast uh, that you'll love. And uh, my other podcast, The Song Club. Uh, until next time, I'm Bob Schneider. And I'm Clint Wells. And this is I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay, you're not okay. Peace. Peace.